checked out Kohl's. Kohl's shares have surged over 33% in the early session throughout the day. We've seen it with an up arrow, confirming it has received multiple offers for a takeover. To tell us more about some of the details, Sucharita Kodali is with us, retail analyst at Forrester Research. So we've seen at least a couple of details here, um, offers, I should say, from Sycamore and then also from uh, Acacia Research the couple of days prior. It's given a boost. Were you surprised? People had been talking about some type of an activist takeover or activist um, action um, to change out the management, the board, um, and the strategy of Kohl's for some time. Um, this has actually been in the works with a number of different types of department stores. Macy's has also been under the same pressure. So it's not surprising. There have been weeks of talk um, about this, and uh, we finally see some letters actually being proposed and some plans um, and ideas uh, being out, put out there. So Sycamore is willing to pay $65 a share. That's almost a 40% premium to the last close. Um, also, the Acacia Research, um, which is backed by Starboard Value, offered to pay $64 a share, which is a dollar less, right, than the 65 So were the amounts on point? Well, I think that when you read some of their letters, um, they actually believe that the stock price can go as high as 100. They believe that there is lots of um, value, particularly if they are to do something um, to break out the dot-com division. So it doesn't surprise me. Um, this sounds like, you, you know, kind of they, they truly believe that there is value to be unleashed, that the company um, hasn't done everything that it could do to grow, um, even through the pandemic. Um, when you read the actual letter, it goes over and over and over again as to how um, it has not comped its 2019 numbers. And um, they cite a number of different retailers as the comparables that they believe that Kohl's should be held accountable to. They're comparing Kohl's to companies like Nordstrom and uh, Bed Bath and beyond. And these are companies that um, that they think have outperformed Kohl's, and there's no excuse for um, the performance of, of Kohl's. And, you know, they've had different initiatives, such as Sephora, right, inside the shops. What do you see that's working when it comes to the retailers? Because as you said, maybe we'll start to see some more mergers and acquisitions in the group. Right, right. And uh, well, Sephora is an interesting one because it is um, a, essentially a store in store concept. Um, what this means for, for Sephora and for Kohl's, um, a lot remains to, to be seen. Um, but what we do know is, again, in the letters that have been written, there were a lot of pointed questions about the Sephora relationship and questions around what are the terms of that relationship, how profitable um, is it really? and how long would it take for that profitability to actually um, come into place? Is this something that um, Kohl's would have to invest several years in before it could actually see the benefits of that? So certainly if there is a, a new management team um, and the, the, the terms of the deal are not necessarily in the short term profitable for Kohl's, um, and if there is an out that Kohl's has legally, um, it 
probably looks like there may be some new store-in-store -store arrangements in, in the future um, if the terms of those deals come out and they're not as favorable as, uh, as we would think they, they should be. Are you surprised to see some of these other names like Macy's and Nordstrom's jumping 10, 15 percent? I mean, especially on a day where the Dow was down over a thousand points, but the retailers on this takeover talk have really gotten a lot of excitement. Well, I it, I think that there are likely two different directions and two different reasons for that. One is um, there may be optimism that the takeover could be successful of Kohl's, in which case, um, typically in that situation, you would see rationalization of stores. You may see a shrinking of the store footprint. And if you see that, then the others that are left standing do well. Um, on the other hand, also, you could see some scenarios where um, if the if if activist investment um, actions actually are um, able to um, to impact a stock maybe there are other players that also could be um, in that in you know kind of could be recipients of that same type of messaging as well um, so so I certainly think that there are all sorts of, of factors that are that are at play here. Also, real estate, I think that's a big part of it as well. And that's something that we've talked about with Macy's in the past. And in the Kohl's story, um, the Sycamore, you know, offer came a couple of days after the Acacia research, you know, that that came in. And the idea here is that um, the Acacia could be working with a real estate company and offer to sell off some of the Kohl's real estate. And Kohl's has said in, in the past that they oppose a sale lease back deal like that. So I wonder if they are leaning more towards the Sycamore offer. So I think that's an interesting thought too, when you talk about there's different factors. How about, what are your favorite retailers in 2022 and why? Well, they tend to be the online pure plays because they're the ones that are doing the best. Um, I'm looking at companies. Obviously, Amazon continues to do well, even in spite of a lot of the congressional legislation and other um, actions potentially by by uh, by various government organizations like the FTC. But it still continues to do very, very well in spite of all of that. Companies, um, Etsy in the marketplace space, um, also also has done incredibly well through the pandemic and likely will continue to do so. Um, so I like the, the online pure plays um, the most. Those are the ones that are best suited to thrive and continue to thrive. Um, and then mass merchants that have invested heavily in digital Walmart and Target. Those are those are my go-tos at this, at this moment in time. Um, there's an emerging retail player called Shopify. Um, they don't have, they're not consumer Facing, but they power a lot of the small retailers um, and in in the e-commerce world. So that's the other company that I urge everybody to to keep an eye on as well. Ah, good talking with you, Sucharita. Thank you so much. A big day here for Kohl's and some of the retail names. Glad you were able to be on with us and also give us some of your some of your picks too, or names that you think are are probably going to do well in 2022. Sucharita Kodali of Forrester Research, thank you. Nice to see you. Thanks, Nicole.